Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and thank you for listening. The reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are lucky enough to have people all over the country and all over the world now listening to us. We've got people in at least 30 different countries that uh, we get emails from and messages from, so we know that people are listening to our uh, podcast and, of course, Happy Business Radio. And and every Monday from 2 to 3, right here in Adelaide, Radio Italia Uno. Thanks to Ron from Podcast City. It's podcasted and people can hear it in your own time zone. Today I've got another special guest that I want to introduce you to and talk to for a while. But before I do that, I just wanted to say thank you very much. I had a couple of people here three weeks ago and we talked about drones and doing flying and all that sort of stuff remotely. And we had people all over Asia and in Africa controlling a drone here in Adelaide just last week. It was quite fantastic. And uh, we had a lot of really, really positive comments from the way young children, very young children now, 10, 12 years old, are learning how to use this technology that they can actually... It, it is quite exciting when it doesn't matter how, what level of computerization you are and whether you have good or bad computer skills, but when you see somebody that's 10 or 12 years old in Africa and then they're controlling a drone here in Adelaide, that's like amazing to me. you know. And we had people in Bhutan and Nepal and in Thailand doing from, from there switching lights on in a simple program, in a very, very simple program. And, and that was amazing. You know, it's just amazing to see that sort of stuff. So, you know, thank you to all those people that contacted us. Um, and, of course, because of the Podcast City, they can hear it. And because of Radio Italia Uno, we, we put it on air. And they are listening to our radio show whenever they can through their, their computers and through their systems and also through the podcast. So thanks, you, And I appreciate all the messages you give me. And like I said, look, this show is not about me. It's about the people that I bring on. It's about what we're trying to do for people. We're trying to make people happy at work. We're trying to make people happy with what they're doing and where they're doing it. You know, that's even more important because, of course, COVID, people don't necessarily want to go back to do what they were doing. And some of them don't even want to go back to where they were. You know, so this is really puts a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress and a lot of unknown pressure on people, you know, and that's the thing that kills people the most. That's what people uh, dread the most, you know, not knowing, no hope in thing. Now, our special guest today is a gentleman who has lived in different parts of Australia and but is originally from Adelaide and uh, uh, went through, like everybody else, had a job, thought he was happy, worked fairly well, and then all of a sudden, bang, lost his job <laughs> and uh, wondered what to do. And now he's found... Restarted a business through a scheme here in South Australia, where it's a nice scheme, and we'll talk about that uh, briefly. Where he went in and retrained, and you know, looked at what he wanted to do, and found a passion. So now my guest today is Jeff. Welcome, it's Jeff Allworth. So uh, welcome, Jeff. Welcome to Radio Italia Uno. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome, Jeff. You actually left school and did a 
a couple of different occupations, worked different jobs. Is that correct, right? Yeah, that's correct. I yeah. was uh, left school, did my apprenticeship in graphic design yep. uh, plus printing. Yep. And that was going really well until I decided to have a career change, as you do, yeah. after a fair while of being <laughs> yeah. in the industry and yeah, living in different paths and in different parts of Australia, which has yeah, been good. Yeah. Well, this is what we're talking about because a lot of people today, and in the past, we, we mentioned very briefly, but people were working, like my grandfather's ages and my dad's age, and and that they used to go to work, work for the same company for 20, 25 years and get a gold watch, you know, pat on the back and say, thank you, go and retire. You know, and really that's what used to happen until recently. In the last, you know, 20 years or more, less and less and less people working for the same firm that long. And even though you did an apprenticeship and you did a, you know, what you thought you wanted to do, you you, you found at some stage you got there and you weren't happy. Yeah, correct. You just go through jobs and you, you find different avenues and some work out, some don't work out. Yeah. You kind of get lost in the other system, you might call it. Yeah. Until you find something that you really like and I suppose... You keep trying to find that yeah. perfect job until yeah, you find <laughs> it, pretty much. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm about. I'm about trying to help people. Look, I don't want people just to give up a job and go somewhere else. I want them to find the job that they're happy with, find a passion, find out what they what they like, what they love to do. And don't be stuck in a job because if you're stuck in a job that you don't like doing, you're never, ever going to be happy. You know, Don't think that that's the only job you can have. It doesn't matter what you are doing now. And this is very important. It doesn't matter what country you're in. People listening to this, like I said, for over 30 countries at the moment. So it doesn't matter where you are right now. Where do you want to be in, in two, three, four, five years' time, ten years' time? Let's work towards that, you know. Now, you left a job that you thought was quite a good job at the time and then you travelled around Australia for a while and you had several different jobs and you, you were telling me you were up in Queensland for a while. Yeah, I was up in Queensland because Lawn Bowls is one of my... Uh, big passions in sport, yep. and I was reasonably successful at it. Yep. So I went up there to chase uh, all the big tournaments and yeah. to try to see how far I could go because more opportunities over in the eastern states because yep. of numbers and just people and opportunities. Well, and for those people that don't know, lawn bowls, I mean, I think most people around the world do know, but there are some countries I'm sure that may not know. There are lawn bowls is where you bowl with a lawn, on a, on a lawn, you bowl from one end of the lawn to the other end of the lawn and you're bowling a bowl which is uh, has a bias on it. It goes to one direction, doesn't it? That's correct. It, it yep. flows to one side. So as you bowl it, it doesn't even roll straight. It, it actually bowls on a curve. It turns, so yep. It turns slightly one way or the other depending which way you have the bias. And what happens, there's a lot of skill involved. And up until recent years, it was a... An old person sport, you know, like, but lately I've noticed that there's people in their 20s and 30s. And I think the Australian team a few years back was all, you know, within their 30s, you know, instead yes, of in yeah. their 60s and 70s. Yeah. yeah. I'm and probably you, going you, old now, so. Sorry? I'm probably regarded as being old now, so. Oh, yeah, you are old, of course. <laughs> but, but no, but what we're saying is it's become a younger person sport. It has, yeah. You know, lawn bowls used to always, when I was a kid, it was like the old people did it, you know, and you had to be old to play lawn bowls. And then I remember when I was first introduced to it, I was quite young, but because of the people I was associating with used to play lawn bowls. and But you were actually very good at it because you represented Australia as well. Um, and, and Queensland, you lived in Queensland for a while and represented the state. Yeah, I lived in Queensland and I was... I'm fortunate enough to make the five-a-side team, which mm -hmm. is pretty good and pretty happy about. 
I played about 100 games for Queensland, so... Um, That's pretty good. 100 games. He says, oh, only about 100 games. <laughs> and, then, oh, and, come then, on. and then I realised LA was home and opportunities back home, so yeah. I was happy yeah, to come back and yep. I finished my state career in Adelaide, so, which yeah. is good, in South Australia. Fantastic. No, well done. So, you know, let's not... Let's give credit where credit's due. You know, Jeff, you've done very well to represent the state in a hundred games, competition games, high competition games, five aside—that's quite an honour. Oh, very it, fortunate, yeah. 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 I mean, and then to come back to Adelaide and and then represent South Australia in yeah. more games—you know—that that's quite good. You know, you you played at the, at an elite level, we would say. You know, yeah. so if if there was such a thing as the Olympics, you would have been an Olympiad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know, let's give credit where credit due, but. That's that aside. That's like for a, a hobby. It wasn't really financially that rewarding. I don't suppose. I'm not too sure how that works. Uh, not really. Um, was, yeah, because Lombards had got really the high stature back when I was playing. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't really. Had to do a lot of hard work, play a lot of games, and to and get money. Be fortunate enough to win a few <laughs> games, get some money. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't really. It doesn't pay the bills. Pay the bills. <laughs> over these days, I think that oh, that's changed a fair bit over. Yeah, and states, the sponsorships and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. that's just it. So, but from from that, you also worked full time as well as playing sports and and stuff like that. So, w- what we're trying to get at is what other jobs you did, you know, to keep you occupied, to keep the income coming in, the mainstream of income, and how you felt doing that compared to what when you came back to Adelaide, then you got another job that you did, and. Where it's all about changing jobs, you know, heading in a different direction all the time, wasn't it? Oh, it is, because when I was up in Queensland, playing lawn bowls at a semi-professional level takes up a lot of time, and so Capella Bar Bowling Club gave me an opportunity as bowls coordinator to work with them, plus yeah. play bowls at the same time, Yeah, which is pretty much seven days a week, yeah. <laughs> which is good. <laughs> and then I was fortunate enough, a mate gave me a job in the timber yard, so I could take any time off I wanted off as well to play lawn bowls and yep. follow my yeah your passion dream, there. passion. So yeah. I was fortunate there. Yeah. Oh that's good. That's good. Well that's what we're talking about. See trying to trying to find a passion, trying to find a goal, trying to find what what drives you, what what uh, keeps you going, you know. And but the fact is and you've come back to Adelaide and then when you came back to Adelaide you found you you found a job here. You worked for Coca Cola for a, a period of time as well. Uh, yes, when I came back, I worked for Quirks Australia, which, yep. is, which was um, a standalone company, mm-hmm. and then CCA bought them out. Yep, and I and bought them. So, and yep. then we we merged with CCA, and then yeah, I was with them for about thirteen thirteen years, roughly. Right. Yep. Which is great. It was good. Yep. And then tell us about what happened, uh, like with the COVID, because that that sort of kicked you around a lot, didn't it? Oh, yes, my last job, we are for a signage company in, in town. Yeah. And some of the major clients were the Adelaide Festival Centre, the museum, yeah. the art gallery. So yeah. all the major clients closed down, closed yeah. the doors, all, <laughs> so do we. So, and that kind of knocked us, and the whole company ran pretty badly. And, yes, I was let go, mm-hmm. a few other people as well. Yeah. And th- that's when you sit down and really evaluate what you want to do and how you want to go about it. And, and like I say, one door closes, another door opens. So Yeah. But, see, at... At the time when you lost your job, when you knew you could see that everything was closing down around you, I, I just want to, you know, without sending you into uh, a, a, a 
you know, a threat where I've got to do major hypnotherapy on you. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, how did you feel about that? You know, you you could see it all closing down around you. You could feel it all closing down around you. How, how did that make you feel? Oh, look, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Yeah. You just didn't know what was going to happen. Like, you just, yeah. your next job is going to open up again in six months, three months. Yeah. Um, what the, um, um, how's it all going to turn out? Yeah. So you just, you start thinking, and being in that situation, you always start thinking the worst. Yeah. Which just wasn't a good thing, but... Um, after a while, you start going. Hang on, no, I can make something out of this. So yeah. Um, so this is this is what I'm talking about now because there, there's there's still a lot of people in a situation where they've lost their jobs or have to go back to work where they don't want to be or do do the job that they don't want to be. How did you feel about that when when you knew that you were going about you were about to lose your job, you know? And then when you lost your job, how did that make you feel at that point? Because oh, we want to, we want to yeah. try and address it without, like I said, putting you back into that stress. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. There's two ways you can think about it. You can go, "Oh my God, uh, what am I going to do now? I'll get bills to pay." Or you yeah. can start trying to think about what your passion is mm-hmm. and try and be positive. Try and turn yeah. it, yeah, a so, negative into a positive. So um, that's just the way you. Try and get your mind, yeah. mind going. So we're we're going to have to take a break soon, but we'll come back and we'll talk about what happened and and what what courses you took to um, get you going and start this new business that you're running now, all right? So thanks, Ron. We'll take a break now and we'll come straight back. Our independence is everything. Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state-of-the-art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 Brazier or visit their website braziermobility.com.au. Brazier Mobility, creating independence. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1800 852 772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. Better, better, better for life. Foodland's owned by South Australian families like mine. Like our second home, we ensure our stores are safe. Great families, great locals, and great food lives here. Foodland, the mighty South Aussies. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. 
piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you, and thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno, um, 87.6 FM, here in, on uh, every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m., and, of course, can listen to it, podcast it anywhere around whenever you want. Uh, if you miss something on the show, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you about it, or check it out again on the podcast. But our special guest today is Jeffrey uh, Allward. And Jeffrey has back-to-life photographic restorations. He actually does back-to-life photo restorations. So you get any old photograph, any old photograph you find, and he will restore it back to its former glory. And in most cases, even better now with the modern technology. But we're talking to Jeff, before we talk more about this uh, restoration, we're talking more about what life experiences he's had and, and how... His life has taken uh, drastic changes. You know, like he was quite stressed out in a big way when when uh, he was losing his job. And, and there's nothing worse than knowing that something's going to happen, but you don't know what it is. That puts a lot of pressure on people, doesn't it, Jeff? Oh, it does. You don't know where to go, where to look, um, yeah. what help you can get. So you feel a bit lonely sometimes, yeah. Yeah, that would be, that would be very hard. I mean, uh, some people handle it better than others, we know that, but some people are going through it, and if you are, there are lots of agencies that can help you. That's the main thing to know, that, you know. And like I've always said, if you need help or if you think you need help or you want to talk to somebody, give me a call. If I can't help you, I know who will. You know, I can find you, I can put you in the right direction, and, and say, look, here, talk to this agency, this agency, this person or that person, or, you know, let me help you do some coaching or something like that. You know, we can, we can help you out. But what is really interesting, you offered a, a couple of major uh, things with Bowls Australia, Lawn Bowls Australia. And so tell us what happened. Um, yes, I was going pretty well up in Queensland and had a chat with the Australian selectors after a um, a, a tournament one day, and they were happy to offer me a contract to play for Australia. But at that time, I had a I started a full time a job of Coca Cola, and I had to weigh up full time job of bowls because yeah. with the training and all that type of stuff and competitions for about fourteen weeks, yeah. I had to give up, and you only get four weeks annual leave <laughs> per year, so you could only fit one into the other. And I um, had to make a decision about what was more important in my life at that at that time, and uh, I chose. Full-time job. Yeah. It's a full-time job. Yeah, well, the thing is, if they, if they weren't paying you money <laughs> or enough money... You, nah. You know, no, that's nah. just it. There's a, there's a situation where they want you to uh, represent Australia, but they're not going to pay you anything for doing it. <laughs> you, you can't... Yeah. Uh, yeah, back then, it was it was enough to really... Survive. Survive off of, but I think yeah. it might be different nowadays, but um, you're not sure. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure there are lots of people out there. I mean, myself included, when I was... At school, doing sports, I was offered a position to go in and train for an Olympic team, and a, or go and get an apprenticeship. You know, <laughs> and I thought, you know, I might train for a long time and not get there. I'm, I have to have an apprenticeship. I have to have a job, and that's what I was told. You know, if I knew then what I know now, I would have gone the other way. Yep. But <laughs> I didn't know that. But let's 
find out what happened after, after you lost your job. How long were you unemployed for or how long were you out for? Uh, I was out for a little while. Because yeah. um, trying to find a job straight afterwards was pretty hard with the lockdowns and no yeah. one was hiring and yeah. no one just wanted anyone at the moment. So yeah. you end up in the worst position spot is going to Centrelink. Yeah. No one wants to do that. So yeah. um, then I looked at different options I had and yeah. what I really want to do with the rest of my life. And my passion was back in the printing days and yeah. scanning and Photoshop and all that type of stuff. And I thought, okay, that's what I want to do. I love that. How do I do it? So then I Good started searching. So yeah. Yeah. Good on you. So, so um, from going back to your roots of graphic design and, and printing and that sort of stuff, you found the passion to do restoration and photographic restoration. And there was, um, tell us about what happened. Who who helped you to do that? Well, I was doing uh, research through mm-hmm. the government agencies and stuff like that. Yep. And I found Nice uh, program, right, which they train you in small business marketing and all the things you need to learn. Yep. You know about small business, and I decided to approach them, go down that path, and and uh, yeah, I was. Lucky enough to be able to get picked. Yeah, you got picked. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, for those, yeah. yeah, for those that don't know, the NICE program in um, Australia or in South Australia is a, is a state government or a federal government funded program where people can go in and they start a new business idea. So if you've got a business idea or a new business idea, they will help you to uh, re-establish what you're doing, find out what you need to know so that you can set up your own business in that way. And uh, that's the program you were sponsored through. That's correct, that yeah. correct, Yep. And matter of fact, Ilona, which was one of the ladies who was one of your mentors there, she's the one that we know and we've had her on our show a few times. And she's actually due to come back soon, so she'll be, it won't be long and she'll be on. Yep. But then um, she suggested that we get together and, and talk and take you to the next level. Yeah, yeah correct, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. So what... Um, Tell us some of the things that you learnt by doing this program. You know, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you, we don't expect you to give us a lecture on the, on the whole lot of it. But what what are the main points that you think you picked up from it? Um, just financial planning, how you go about doing things, uh, working out a budget, marketing. Yep. Um, yeah, just forecasting and you know, setting up from scratch and knowing what you're gonna need. Um, so it's an overall plan. It's an overall well, plan. Well, it's funny because plan, yeah. our last podcast that we just did was about that. That radio show that's going out is about uh, planning and the importance of planning and how to different stages of planning because it's not just a plan. You've got to put all those little bits and pieces in the middle of it as well and at the end of it. You know? oh, correct, yeah. And, and it's like you said, part of it is the financial planning, part of it is the marketing side of it. The, the, there's so many other aspects to it, isn't there? There is, yep. So what what do you think was the main thing you learned from that? Um, probably marketing or the yeah. way you can... Yeah, because there's Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Google Now, and all these different types of things. Yep. Offshoots of that, which is pretty full on. So mm-hmm. um, you think you know it until you try and get into it. Then you go, oh, geez, <laughs> <laughs> there's more to it than this. So, yeah, marketing and trying to work out your target audience. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, that's. I think that's a big point that a lot of people make big mistakes. And, I mean, I, I, I was talking to somebody the other day last year or this year from the beginning of last year to now they've spent over seven and a half thousand dollars um with somebody who promised to make them a website and manage it for them and run it for them and do those ads and all this sort of stuff and literally have done nothing for them except take their monthly payments they took lump sums 
from them at the beginning of the year and then have been taking their monthly payments out of their account every month. And then when I said to them, well, what are you doing with this? What are you getting? She said, I don't know. I said, well, why are you paying it? Well, these people are supposed to be doing this, this, this. I said, well, show me something. They have not done an ad for her. They have not. It's ridiculous, you know. And I'm saying, why are you paying this money? She said, well, but they promised they were going to do it. I said, well, why don't you check? Well, I don't know how to do that. You know, they said, oh, don't worry, we'll do it all. So she said, oh, great, and paid them $7,000 for the year and got nothing for it. And I'm saying, are you joking? You know? Yeah, I've had a couple of people like that. They promised the world, but at the end of the day, it's like, hang on, no. Nah. Yeah, but you probably stopped and looked. I did. Yeah, (laughs) you stopped and looked. This poor lady didn't. You know, I've got a hairdresser. I've got a hairdresser who who paid $5,000 to somebody straight up front and gave them cash or paid them straight out $5,000. And then they were going to pay so much a month, every month, to update her webpage, right? And, And put all her clients into the database, right? And when I said to her, where's your database? Well, it's on the computer. I said, yeah, but, you know, do you know? No, I don't know. Uh, she doesn't know how to use computers. She has no idea, but she thinks it's all there. And when I asked one of the other girls there, she said, no, nope, she's got nothing. One of the other girls in the shop said, she's got nothing. And I said, what do you mean she's got nothing? And she said, well, you know, they were supposed to upgrade all the clients that we get. We take their name and address and phone numbers and put them in their books. And all she's got is her own diaries of when the people book in. So she's got their phone numbers and that's all she's got, a name and a number when people ring in, you know. But as far as being on her database, it's not on a database. It's not transferred. And and this is the big problem that I say to people. Make sure you're getting what you say you're going to get. Don't just pay blindly. Yeah, do your research for sure. That's one thing I was told. Yeah, and this is what I want to talk about. So we'll come back and talk more about that and then we'll talk more about what you're doing right now. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, granito, marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now. 8266-2280. Unique Stone. We won't be beaten. Come on. Que stai facendo? Yo. Chiama adesso. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232-3006 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's owned by South Australian families like mine. Like our second home, we ensure our stores are safe. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the mighty South Aussies, yeah! Have you heard of podcasts? Podcasts are like having a personal radio station that people can listen to on demand about topics they are interested in. And now thanks to Podcast City, 
you can record your own podcast and have your own on-demand radio show. You can use our professional recording equipment at the studios of Radio Italia Uno or Podcast City can come to your location with our mobile studio. Podcast City can just record your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Start your engines. Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Lee from Negative Camber, the motorsport show that you can hear each fortnight on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. We've got some really exciting news. We're going to be hosting our last show of the year on the 19th of December live on Facebook and on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Wow, you really think you've got a face for TV, Jamie? Just ensure you wear your helmet, my friend. This will also be a special three-hour show starting from 6pm Adelaide time. We've got two special guests, ex-supercars driver Dean Canto and multiple world championship winning MotoGP engineer Jeremy Burgess. So get yourself on pole position for Adelaide's championship leading motorsport show. Live on Facebook on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Negative Camber, Radio Italia Uno's motorsport show. Live from 6pm on Sunday the 19th of December. Listen live on 87.6 FM, our website or app, and you can watch it live on Radio Italia Uno's Facebook page. Radio Italia Uno. Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you. And please, sponsors, we, we always say please help our sponsors, support the people that support us. We say thank you to all our sponsors, of course, for Radio Italia Uno and, and Happy Business Radio. And without them, we wouldn't have a show. So if you'd like to become a sponsor of this show, let us know. If you want to become a sponsor of... Uh, Radio Italia Uno, please get in touch with us. Um, at the moment, we're giving some really good specials on advertising. We're right through Christmas and uh, early next year. We just want to help as many businesses as we can. So if you want to become a sponsor, any product or service that you have, let us know and we will be more than happy to help you. And of course, you're going to do some shopping. You might as well shop where our sponsors are. So thank you very much to all those. And of course, our special guest today from Back to Life Restoration will restore any old photograph or pictures and stuff like that. He can do all those sort of things for you. Uh, it's Jeff Allworth. And Jeff has um, been talking about what he's been doing in the past and, and how he went through major anxiety, all those sort of things that happen when you know you're going to lose your job, when you do you lose your job where you say, oh my God, what do I do now? And uh, how he's come through it, how he's found a passion and all that anxiety has just been washed away. <laughs> so thanks for being with us, Jeff. So now you've, after being with Nice and uh, the, the startup program, you know, that really helped you quite a lot and a couple of the mentors you had from there, 
who's led you to us. Yep. <laughs> so tell us, what is it you actually do now? Because this is what this is really all about, where you're at now. So what, what's your business and what you're doing? And do photo restoration. I was graphic design and signage. Yep. So yeah, pretty much photo restoration is my passion. Mm-hmm. So restoring and fixing up old photos which are torn and creased, mm-hmm. faded. Yeah. So any old photographs that, you know, grandma, grandpa, old family photographs, people you want cut out, people you want put in. Yeah, this that sort of that's stuff. That's happened, yeah. There's been a few um really nice photos that they want someone taken out of. Yeah. Or um table and chairs taken out. Yeah. Stuff's like the whole photo. So Yeah. Yeah, you can do that for you. So Wow. Yeah. Okay, so if you've got a photograph of a family and you've got an ex-husband, ex-wife or, you know, uh, or you just want to extract a picture of the beautiful dog. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so you can do that. I can. You, yep. Get rid of the rest of the family and just take the family pets out. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, no, without being silly, I suppose there's quite a lot of people that have photographs, um, you know, old war photographs, uh uh, from the old country that, you know, want to get them restored or would love to have it, something like that for a, a birthday or something like that? Yeah, I've done a lot of um, old war photos just recently, say, and back in Vietnam days and Borneo and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, they've been aged a lot, you might say, and torn and creased. And yep. So um, I did my best to restore them to the best I can and, and that was really happy with the results. So. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So you were saying how you used to work for the art gallery as well and do work for there. So if they've got an old painting or um, pictures, does that work as well or is it mostly photographs? No, photographs, but a colour matching is one of the things I do as well. So, mm-hmm. yep. So to get the colour matching and get the things right. So old wedding photographs, any old photograph from, from anywhere, like uh, old relatives that you want to restore? Old, old relatives, old wedding photos. Not too long ago, a... Family portrait of that nineteen oh eight, yeah, um, which has been battered and stuff, and I restored it really nicely back to A three and mm-hmm. framed for them. Wow, um, yeah, it turned out really nicely, and the client was really happy. Mm-hmm. And even even a while ago, had someone had their wedding recently, yeah, and the wedding photographer wasn't that good. Yes, <laughs> so they brought all the photos in, their favourite photos, so I fixed them all up for them, and um, yeah, fantastic, and. So you, you can make me look good. <laughs> Try, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ron, there's hope for me, yeah. <laughs> okay. So basically, if anybody's got any old photographs out there that you'd like to have restored, let's look at bringing them in. Let's have a look at them, and then you can give them a quote on r- repairing them or re- redoing them. Yeah, I pretty much need to see the, the photo first or yeah. even just a... Photo sent through. I yeah. can probably judge off of that as well. So yeah. email, a so messenger. So somebody can take a photograph with their phone. With their phone and send and it then through send to it, me. send it through to you. And then from that, you can say, okay, it's going to cost you... Pretty much, yep. That ...X amount of dollars to fix it or approximate figures to fix it. I can, yep. Excellent. Well, that's pretty good. So um, how do you go with a, a coloured photograph or uh, black and white photographs? Can you... You know, like they do some of those old photographs. I remember they used to colour them themselves and yep. stuff like that. Do you yep. do that as well? Or? I can certainly do that, yeah. Oh, um, really? I don't know a few jobs. Yeah, there's one was a Brighton Bombers 1960 photo. Yeah. Which made um, I colourised for them. So that turned out really good. And everyone's freaking out going, oh, Christ. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, that's no, come out really well. So, yeah, black and white to colour. No, no problems. Oh, fair enough. So you can, you can get an old black and white photograph and you can... Like they do with the old movies, and they, I can, you yeah. know, <laughs> oh, yeah, excellent. Certainly. 
So do you work on any movies at all or is it just the photographs? I just photographs. Just yeah. photographs. So so you're doing um, basically back-to-life photograph restoration. Yep. So if anybody wants to look at their old grandma, their old grandpa, old uh, photographs from the old country or wherever, or any old photograph, and if you want somebody taken out of it, you can take them out and you can uh, fill it up with something, something else in it. Yep. Put a picture of Mickey Mouse in the middle instead of old grandpa or whatever, restore just that part of it. And so even pets as well is a pretty big one. Sorry? Uh, uh, pet restoration. Pet, oh, pet, yeah. People had a photo of their favourite dog or the horse, cat or whatever, it's yeah. passed away or whatever. They want yep. to frame and put on canvas, mm-hmm. made it bigger. It's, it's pretty popular. Oh, excellent. Yep. So family heritage photographs and stuff like that, you can restore those? Yes, yep. So does it matter? I mean, you know, some people have some very big photographs, you know, or big big pictures or canvas photographs or yep. a painting. So you can actually take a photograph of that and restore the painting? I can, yep. Fantastic. Okay. Well, that, that sounds pretty good. So now tell us, you know, we, we talked about some of the planning and some of the other things, the financial side of it, the business side, the network. How hard did you find it to set up your own business? Yeah, pretty hard. Um, the hardest thing I found was trying to get your name out there. That's probably the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. You can have the best computer, or the, the best setup, and the best website. But if people don't know about you, uh, yeah. it's pretty much a waste of time. So yeah, yeah, word of mouth probably my biggest one at the moment. Yeah, being in a niche market, it's probably a little bit harder than normal being a plumber or electrician, which yeah. everybody needs. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's not really that straightforward. But once you do it, it's great. Yeah, it's a good feeling. So basically. The hardest thing you found in setting up your own business, and this is what I talk about every week, so it's not like it's new to me, but surprisingly, how many people think, oh, I'm going to start up a business, you know? And I keep saying the same thing. They work for somebody who's running a a reasonable business, and then they say, oh, any idiot can run this business, and then they become the idiot running the business. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not that simple. (laughs) It's not that simple to starting up your own business, and there's a lot to it behind the scenes that you've got to be aware of and... And uh, keep an eye on, so. So what value do you put on having a mentor or a coach? Uh, extreme value, because I've been there and done it before. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they've, you know, what works, what doesn't work, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's always good to have advice you can trust. Yeah. Which is really yeah, but, good to have. Well, this is what we talk about all the time. I talk to Ron and I talk to other people in the studio here, and we talk to our guests all the time, and people that are listening to me, thank you very much for listening all over the place. Um but I always say it's important to have a coach. It's important to have a mentor. It's important to have more than one mentor, more than one coach. You know, like you said, you know, your, your financial coach is not necessarily going to give you legal advice. Yeah, correct. You know? yep. And your, your planning person is not necessarily going to give you computer advice. And the computer person is not going to give you good marketing advice. Yeah, true. You know? Yep. And is that right? Or am I just... No, nah, that's correct, mate, because <laughs> there's a lot of different avenues of already... Of Parts of running a business, so yeah, and yeah, it's pretty hard to know them all and well. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what I always say, and that's what I, I, you know, I can't stress enough. I can't stress it enough. I can't emphasize it enough how important it is to look at every aspect of your business and make sure you've got a coach that knows an overview, but can introduce you to specialists in that field that you require. Yeah, you know, yeah. and don't be afraid to ask questions either because um, you don't know if you don't ask. So. Yeah, that's what I've and, learned the hardest. And the other thing, of course, is when you do ask, 
listen with an open mind. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you know, I, I've got some people, honestly, I, I've never sacked a client yet. I've never sacked a client yet, but I've told a lot of them, you're really hard to work with, <laughs> you know. And uh, I think a couple of them I've sort of um, backed away from, you know, because I thought I don't want to just take your money if you're not going to do what I ask you to do or when I've sent you along to a legal advice and the legal guy said, you've got to set up like this, like this, like this, and he comes back and says, my brother-in-law said... <laughs> Uh, what the hell? <laughs> you know, like I've had so many people say, oh, but my brother-in-law said, or my, my friend said this and this. And I said, what does your friend do? Oh, he, he drives a truck or he does this <laughs> or that, you know. So the point is, unless they're doing what you're doing or doing it much better than what you're doing, don't necessarily take advice from them, you know. And when you do take advice from somebody, take it with an open mind and, and use it wisely, like you have and yes. like you're doing. So... Thank you. Thank you for coming in. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back in just a few more minutes. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance Underwriting Agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Dalia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Get ready, Australia, for the Now We're Talking show. I'm Cherie Rowett. I'm Susan Knapp. And I'm Elizabeth E. Lames. We have inspirational interviews, empowerment campaigns, and we love keeping the conversation going. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. at Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM Adelaide. 
Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero uno. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you, and thank you for listening um, on Radio Italia Uno every Monday from 2 till 3 and podcasted around the world to over 30 countries at the moment. So we get emails and calls, and we've been on uh, seminars uh, with, with the group on Zoom, so we know that there are people in those countries that relate to this program. We've had messages from um, most of those countries that, and uh, people tell us how they enjoy the information we're sharing with them in, and they use it in their own countries. We've had people on our program who have talked about businesses they've started and what happened, somebody heard the podcast and started doing it in their country. So, you know, it's really good to share um, and sharing ideas. And, and of course, we've had people listening to us and said, hey, listen, if I'm going to do that and I'll, I'll go to that business. And that's what this is all about. It's like word of mouth advertising is the best advertising you get. And, of course, back to life photographic restoration, we have Jeffrey Allworth with us today. And, Jeff, thanks for coming in today. Um, it's been a pleasure having you here. I appreciate but, it, mate. Thank you. Yeah, it's been interesting also, you know, when I talk to people about their background and what you've done in the past and, and how you sort of underestimate how good you are or how good you've been. Because, you know, to be an elite athlete at the level you've played at the top for Queensland, you know, over 100 games of, of lawn bowling and, of course, to represent Australia as a lawn bowler, you know, that's, you know that that's still quite good you know uh, so don't underestimate that you okay. know but but what is important is that you're you've um you've been sacked from your job you were because of COVID you wonder what the heck to do with yourself and obviously there was a lot of you know depressions anxiety stress financially and every every other way I'm sure and then you were unemployed for a while and that's not easy to take for anybody um especially when you're at that level and then of course through the NICE program, you've started what you found was your passion of what you knew in the past. You put it all together and with a bit of coaching and good counselling and good coaching, you've started this back-to-life photographic restoration. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, mate. So, no, no, go. That's what I'm saying. So that's what that's what you're doing now. So, yeah, It's actually really nice waking up and going to work and really enjoying your job. It's just a it's life changer, really. So <laughs> I'm glad I did it. I'm glad things happened to pass. When it happened, it was scary, but now it's like, oh, it's great. So, yeah, no regrets. That's what we talk about every time. That's what I talk about. The, the fact is it doesn't matter where you are listening to this or where what you're doing now, don't let that necessarily be the last job you ever have. Don't let that necessarily hold you back from doing something you want to do. And if you can't do it straight away, let's work on helping you to do it within a year, within two years, three years, five years, ten years. But at least you're working towards what you want to do. And like Jeff just said, he gets up early in the morning and goes to work because he's passionate about what he's doing. And look, if I'm going to go to somebody to get some work done for me, I'm going to go to somebody who's passionate about what they're doing. 
I want somebody who's passionate doing what they're doing because they love to do it, not because they, they have to do it. You know? Yeah, I love, I just love doing my work and I love seeing the history of some of the old photos as well and and uh, some of the stories behind those photos as well, which is absolutely amazing, which people share with you as well. Yeah. Just get them done and miss an eye-opener, some of them, so no, it's great. It must really be good. very satisfactory. Oh, it is. Yeah. You know, satisfying to to see somebody uh, restore a photograph of their grandfather, grandmother, their their dad, a lost child, or you know, a passed over child, or or a parent, or something like that. <clears throat> you know, I get emotional just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, there's there's a lot of people who I, I I know that have lost a child and wanted that photograph made bigger, and yep. didn't know exactly where to go to get it done. So. That, that would be very emotional. Oh, it's very satisfying too, like seeing someone's eyes open up and get like emotional over it too. It's like, oh, yep. done a good job. It's, it's great for me as well. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's always nice to see someone really uh, see an old photo. Restored and come back to life, life. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, also. look, our, our time is up. <laughs> and, and thank you very much for everybody listening to Radio Italia Uno. Uh, every Monday from 2 to 3 on 87.6 here in Adelaide and, of course, on podcast uh, through uh, Podcast City. Thanks to Ron and Karen. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, until we meet again, until next week, until next time, thank you very much and talk to you soon. Thank you. And, Jeffrey, thank Thanks, you for Ron. coming Thanks, in. Peter. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.